Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Channeling, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Suzanne Shields. Some days I wonder, I wonder if I have a problem. Odd question, I guess, to sort of wonder about. But I'd like to throw an idea at you. Of considering going through a day where we don't put a label on anything. You see, I think I have a problem because I don't like to label things. I don't like to think of something, put my judgment or belief on it, and label it. Now I'm not talking about labeling a mug or a mug as a mug, or labeling this microphone that I'm speaking into, because those are things. That's not a label. That's a name. What my problem stems from is my concern that we're creating more and more labels for people and their choices. Let me start off by saying that I truly believe we all need to make choices. Make choices that are free of judgment, biases, our own limitations imposed on others. People have said to me over the years, Oh, Suzanne, you're so spiritual. And my response has always been, I don't know what that means. I seek ways of which I can remove my mind's biases with my soul's intuition. I don't know if it's a lot. I don't know if it's a little. Because all I know is what I know. All I know is how to be me. All I know is how to be me in a world that ever so often wants to change me. Sometimes those changes that are thrust upon me in my own story are when people tell me what I am or I'm not. I've recently gone through some trauma, and that trauma didn't stem just from the actions, the physical violence that I had experienced, but it was the verbal altercations that caused even more hurt. I was labeled as someone who was a challenge. I play a challenge function. I was labeled as someone who was overconfident. I was labeled as someone that I always looked polished and rehearsed. I have to say that even after going through these and hearing these statements, I don't know really what they mean, but I find them very hurtful. Because I find them that they're labels that I don't know what to do with. They're other people's perceptions of me that I'm forced to have to consider as a definition of me. I always believed and continue that it's not about how we perceive ourselves, it's how others perceive us. But only most recently, 
have I added to that? And hence the goal of this podcast. You see, other people's perception of you isn't truly a perception of you. It's intertwined with a perception of themselves. And it's taken me a while to accept that. What I mean by that is, for example, the comment that I look too polished. I feel that every day I like to get up, shower, get myself ready and put on a pretty dress. Not because I want to show anybody anything, but I like to put every day my best foot forward so I feel good. I feel happy when I wear a pretty dress. Other people may never wish to want to wear a dress, and nor would I ever impose it on them. Maybe one could say that it's materialistic, but that's another label. One freedom that I know that I have is to wear whatever I want when I want and not worry about what other people think if I look fat in a dress or if I look odd. That is how I start my day because I start my day grasping onto the freedom that I have. Yet other people feel that it's too much and it's offensive to them and I look polished. But what would the world be if it didn't have those labels? What would change? Nothing would change for me. Because I was doing this and continue to do it for me. What would change if the world had no labels? Is that the other people who call me those polished or too polished labels would have to look at themselves. And they would have to see that it is their belief that there is a certain way how other people affect their decisions on how they get ready in the morning. Whether I look polished isn't about me. It's about that they don't feel polished. They don't feel they have that freedom to choose what they want to wear, maybe. Or they choose not better said, they choose not to exercise it and I'm left carrying the blame for that. This isn't a venting section about what they said about me, but rather I wish to use it to illustrate and ask you, are you a victim of other people's labels? And is it influencing you to change how you act? Change how you perceive the world, and change how you respond. We have spent many times watching television, reading magazines, and exposed to what I would be calling media's perception of what we should be. Much focus is on about our dress size, how much wrinkles we have as females, and how much curves we have. Little time is spent talking about how miraculous we all are as women, as humans, and I'm not excluding men either. We're trained to think about a label of what we don't have, asking us to practice 
the ever-so-dangerous task of not staying in a state of gratitude for what we do have and what we have achieved. I have a freedom that I can wake up in the morning with clean water to shower, resources to buy dresses, and live in a country that I have freedom in, while others may be waking up in a refugee camp and haven't had a shower, only have the clothes on their back. I remain grateful for the simple things, and I engage in things not to compare or challenge or make other feel other people feel good or bad about themselves, but always try to make sure that I make myself feel the best that I can so I can in turn then selflessly give to others. Because when we feel the best about ourselves and are in a state of gratitude, we can then engage in the essence of life, and that is giving. Giving is the fuel for living. But if we stay in the rut of labeling and hurting others, because we don't share the same beliefs, we miss the essence of life, the freedom that we all have to choose. If we lived in a world where we didn't label and we allow people to love who they want, when they want, if we lived in a world to allow people to express their gender in ways that they wish they can express it, if we lived in a world where we didn't see people's skin color, where we don't see their disabilities, and we don't transcend our negative beliefs about others and our feeling of their limitations, we would live in a world of peace. If we lived in a world where we appreciated ourselves, we would ever so much more appreciate others. If you have an opportunity, a chance, to review how and if you place judgment on others, maybe if you have a second, maybe a minute, think about and ask yourself, where did it come from, that belief of mine? And where is it that I feel I can label someone else? If you have ever seen a child take its first steps, there is always glee in all those around them. The child stumbles, looks as if they're going to fall, but no, instead one foot goes in front of another and they begin walking. I view that as so miraculous. First of all, for that child to even be born, for that child to make it through its first year of life where it is dependent on another human to survive, and it has. And in that first year, not only is it given food for nutrients, but its soul is fed love. And in around the one-year marker, it begins to walk. A sign and symbol that it is ready to conquer the world ahead on its own, with less dependency on another human, and it is a miracle. 
I've never seen and I hope never to see anyone who would tell the child, You can't walk. Sit down. Yet in so many ways we do that to other humans who are older. You can't make that basketball team. You'll never be able to achieve high marks. You won't get into that university. You can't love that other man. You can't love this person. Let's stop. Let's let people be. Let's sit back and watch how people can grow and expand if we don't judge them and encourage them instead. This isn't about spirituality, humanity. This is about love. And if we put love first, and we don't think about what it does for us, but only stay in that state of love, amazing things will happen. If we don't worry about things that other people put as pressure on ourselves, the burdens on our shoulders, we can accelerate. I believe in saving the environment. I believe in humanity. And I believe in all of us as humans that we can make the stride to be the best that we can. And if darkness is what brought us here, light will take us further if we choose light. Don't view your application of love to all that you do as a spiritual quest. View it as a necessity to keep alive. View it as fuel for the soul. Acknowledge everyone, smile at everyone, and give thanks to yourself for getting you to where you are. Go in peace. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Suzanne, reach out to her Facebook group, Genis Shields Natural Healing Center. Suzanne's YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony, the number 17, all one word, that's Suzanne and Tony, 17, and the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.